Hi, y'all. I'm Amy. And I'm Jess. And we are two sober women committed to helping you live an optimized life. This show is about stories and strategies to help you optimize your health, your relationships, and your businesses. We focus on keeping it simple and having fun. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. And again, just so happy to share how you can optimize. And today we're talking about something that maybe you haven't actually thought about it in this way, but your nervous system is running your life with you (laughs) moment to moment. And how do you optimize and make your nervous system your ally? And that is the conversation that we're going to be having today. And Jess and I were just giggling because we're just looking back at our lives on how much we've chosen to make changes and how still it's a continuous work in progress. Like, as I say in the recovery rooms, you can't stay clean on yesterday's shower. And it's the same thing with the nervous system, right? We got to make friends with it, be allies with it, and know that it's an ever-changing relationship like all the relationships in our life. And if you want to know more about relationships, listen to the last episode too, because dang, that was fun. Jess, how's it going over there? So good. And I am loving this topic. I've loved the prep work that went into putting this together because it it does, it shows like how far um, I've come, how far you've come. and, And I can't wait to share this all with our listeners, you know? And like you said, it's not it's ever evolving. This earth school that we have to show up for every single day, it's ever evolving. But now more so than ever, you know, we can kind of feel this collective vibration, if you will, of, you know, some fear and uncertainty through, you know, this pandemic. And so I think it's such good timing for us to be talking about some, some tips and strategies to help people manage this and be, I love how you just said that be, you know, have it be an ally instead of work against you. So let's dive right in. And so what does it look like? What does it feel like in your body to have an optimized nervous system? What does that look like for you? I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Mm, That's such a great question. And because again, it's ever evolving. However, the, the easiest way for me to describe it is it's when I feel in flow. It's when I have access to my emotional, all my emotions and my sequencing skills, right? So what I do as a practitioner requires me to, to listen with, you know, real intention to people and, and listen and, and, and look for the clues simultaneously to where you know, I can go with someone, right? Like, ooh, that sounds really important. And in order to have access to the emotions that, ooh, and like the, "Mm, let's go there next. That's what I feel like my nervous system is working at an optimized place. Like I'm in that flow. And when I'm with my friends and family, it's the same thing, right? It's like, oh, wow, like I can just poof, be myself and feel everything and have enough cognition, right, to respond versus react. Because you know you're going to get activated, right? And when I get activated, like, you know, for instance, today, I, I, I do all the hard things in the morning. And I did something, I had a, a really hard conversation this morning. And afterwards, 
I was like, all right, I'm going to go burn some energy in the yard and do some yard work and really support my nervous system to let that energy get out rather than stay in. Because if I didn't do that and I just let all that energy stay in my body, my nervous system would be the opposite of optimized. And I would probably be like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Or in the past, I definitely would have. And I would have taken a Xanax or had some alcohol or been really mean or rude to someone. So how many of y'all listening, you know, take note of that? Like, what is the current state of my body? And just to have a conversation with yourself about it is so powerful. So flow is the short answer to your question. <laughs> Ooh, that was so juicy flow. I love how you just said that. Yeah, because that is the state that, that we all want to be in. And I also loved what you said about um, being able to listen and sequence correctly, right? I think, and that's something I hadn't even thought about, but I love that you said that being able to listen fully um, definitely is a sign of an optimized nervous system. And also to do that hard work in the morning, if that's when you do your best work, right? Getting all of that out of the way and then listening to your body when you need to release some of that energy. It's also powerful. And, and I feel like it's a lot of those same things. And you just have this uh, you know, great ability to articulate it so clearly. But again, for me, it's um, a lot of staying in the moment. And that that's something I constantly have to work on, right? So um, really focusing on staying in the moment and not going into the ruminating thinking, um, either, you know, what, what I need to be doing or what I didn't do or, you know, all of those things, just staying in that, that present moment and really looking out for that, that, those thought patterns that for me has been one of the biggest things that I've had to work on uh, the, these last 10 years, right? Of this whole journey of recovery and optimization. That's been the big one for me. And another thing that comes to my mind is just the ability to show up fully and, and calmly, you know, for the people that depend on you so that you can, you know, listen instead of react, right? So that's a big one for me as well. And then, um, so I, I wanted to share a little story with you all, and I'm going to be vulnerable because I don't share this often because I'm actually really embarrassed by it, but it's something that really changed the course of my life. And so I will paint the picture for you. We're in Costco. It's crowded. We're in this long line. And um, there is a mom carrying an infant, you know, in one of those baby carriers on her chest, the baby screaming, she has a toddler, um, you know, and I was getting like really irritated by it. And I could feel my nervous system because, you know, at that point it was like, me, 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 I need to get out of here. I, me, me. Right. And there was a person that was behind me that walked around and, and started helping this woman, this mom that so desperately needed help, right? I'm almost going to cry thinking about it because it was so profound. Um, so she offered to hold the baby. She was helping, you know, get stuff out of the cart. And, and I just thought, gosh, that is not my default reaction at all. But um, the learning opportunity there, uh, which really, you know, shifting this thinking to who can I serve instead of really be, you know, that, that internal self-focus all the time, that shifts my nervous system now. So as I watched this woman do that, um, I just, it really touched me. And I was like, man, I want to be that person. I want to be that person that gets out of self and like looks at the mom that's struggling with the toddler and the screaming baby. And how can I help this woman? Right. 
And, and so for, again, that forever changed my, my life because now I constantly look for those opportunities. And when I do that, whether it's, you know, in a grocery store or wherever, just going about my daily life, just always looking for how I can be of service and how I can lift somebody else up really like shifts my own nervous system out of self. So that's one big thing. Um, and, and again, that was like an aha moment for me. So that that's one thing getting out of self is something I really try to focus on and do every single day, especially when I leave the house, right? Where can I be of service? And then, you know, really focusing on gratitude as well. And Amy and I were laughing as we were looking through our notes because we do have all these tools, right? And I mean, how privileged are we, you know, and I have to kind of laugh around that because um, again, like living in gratitude, just gives you so much perspective, right? I mean, gosh, there's so many people around the world that don't have nearly what we have, both from a resource perspective, a support perspective, um, tools perspective. And so just really staying in that perspective <laughs> helps me calm my nervous system. Okay, and then, and then lastly too, um, just really focusing on every time I have that resistance and you can feel it in your body. And Amy was sharing that, like get, getting outside and having some ways to, to kind of move that energy is important. But see, you know, feed, being able to feel that in your body and and just speaking to it in terms of letting go and you've even shared that with me like where are you feeling it in your body speak to it right um that tensing of not knowing the tensing against change and really shifting that in my head around just let it go let it go so those are some of the things when i think about an optimized nervous system um that really like that comes to mind, all of those things. So let's jump into what no one told you about what it looks like to have an optimized nervous system. Because I know for me, this was never a conversation until recently. And I'm so grateful for that because Amy, you bring so much of your, all of your background, all of your training, so much of what you do from the trauma-informed recovery perspective is, is about this. So I can't wait for our listeners to hear more from you on this. Mm, thank you. I just love that story too, Jess. I've not heard that story from you. And, um, you know, it, being of service is, is such a profound experience when we can also take care of ourselves at that deep level. So the first thing that no one told me about my central nervous system, because <laughs> we didn't talk about it, was to take care of myself first before I take care of others. And I didn't start hearing that until I was so in my pattern of putting everyone else's needs before mine. And then I remember my dad telling me, you know, like, you got to take care of yourself. And I'm like, no one taught me how to do that. It was always like family first, family first. And no, you know, nothing wrong, nothing right. No blame, no shame, no guilt, no anything. Just that like, I had really, really, really pro like, I mean, it, screaming nervous system as a little kid. My nervous system was screaming. I was so sick. My stomach was always upset. I'd have, I've had so many colonoscopies. I can't even tell you, right? Like I had all of the symptoms of an overactive nervous system and not once during that whole Western medicine process until I really got to college and started to change everything, did someone tell me to breathe or to meditate or to, you know, I, I mean, I found yoga so young. I feel so grateful for that, you know, but no one told me that I had all the tools that I needed inside me. 
And then I could choose wisely the supplementation to support my nervous system from that perspective. And listen, this is a work in progress. I just started making um, a new uh, tea every morning that one of my friends gave me the recipe for. And it's like, I have like all of these like different types of mushrooms and cordyceps. And I don't even know, like, do not come to me for all the answers on what the science is. I can just tell you that it is supporting me in this whole new way. So talked about, about optimizing. Like I'm always looking like, you know, not for the next big thing, but like as I start to feel better, I notice that there's room. If I think I'm a 10, I want to be a 14, right? And not because I'm not happy where I am, because I've got a big purpose in life, you know, that's within me and to serve others with what's within me. I want to optimize my nervous system. So I've been drinking this tea for like two weeks and I can really feel a difference And my sleep is different. My body's different. I have more resilience even, you know, then my gut healing, my gut was the first step in that, like really healing my gut. I thought I was doing it right. And then I was like, Oh, wait, I needed something other than food and bone broth and kombucha and all of those things. Um, and now I feel like I'm getting this whole new level of um, clarity and so much of it has to do with my dopamine levels, which I'm low on. So again, it's that optimizing. And no one told me it was okay to look more, to look further, to investigate more. You know, um, love my family, love pharmaceuticals for saving the lives of so many people. However, what I was taught when you had a central nervous system was to take a pill. You know, maybe you have a stomach ache, maybe you have this, maybe you have that. Here's all these different things to take for it, which dulls the nervous system. However, it doesn't treat the root cause. And um, I'm just so glad that I've been so curious my whole life. And I, I honestly take this so much back to the yoga mat. <laughs> like that mat taught me to stay curious that, you know, it's never the same that every time I step on that mat, it's going to be different. And it's really supported me to just feel differently in my body and to know that optimizing is possible. So um, yeah, no one taught me a lot about the nervous system. And I, I mean, if y'all are out there listening and you're like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Or maybe you didn't, ha didn't even know this today and that's okay too, right? So take what you want, leave what you don't, come back for more later. And your nervous system will like that. <laughs> Those are all really great tips. And for those of you who want more information on how to, to do all these things and implement these things, whether it's how to heal your gut, like Amy was talking about, or I can't wait to get your tea recipe, we're going to be putting all of that in our private community and we invite you to join us. So we'll put the link to that in our show notes. But um, thank you for sharing all that. Because again, like, I'll just reiterate what what nobody told me is exactly the first thing you said as well, like, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. I've really I, I am the queen of doing more 
than I'm comfortable doing and then resenting you for it, right? Um, that, is, that has been what I used to drink over, what I used to use over, what I used to incorporate all sorts of negative coping mechanisms over. And so I've really had to work on that and um, that includes boundaries. So if you haven't gone back to our first episode, that episode was really awesome on setting healthy limits and boundaries. That's the first thing. And one of the things you taught me too, just to shift my thinking around was around anxiety. And I loved how you framed it the other day in our conversation where you're like, anxiety is really just exhilaration. And so that to me, nobody ever told me that. And I love the way you frame that because as soon as, as soon as I start thinking that, Ooh, like my nervous system's getting a little, um, you know, elevated, if you will, I can just shift that into the excitement of what's, what's about to unfold. Right. Because that's, again, this, this earth school that we're all in, we never know, right? So that, those two, um, those things are definitely things that I was never taught. And I'll just uh, go a little bit deeper on some of the things that, that you said too, because optimizing your stress response, um, nobody taught me how to do that um, until recently. And there's, you know, it is yoga, breath work, m mindfulness, all those things. But there's also, you know, adaptogens and, and herbs that you can take to balance your cortisol, which is your body's stress, re stress response. And I know for me personally, that's had a huge impact. And then also like how to like optimize the signaling of everything in your body. And that's something we talk a lot about in our community as well, because you guys, like, I mean, so much of that stems from, you know, our digestive tract, whether that is neurotransmitters or hormones or anyways. Um, yeah, just getting that signaling optimized. Nobody ever until recently taught me about that. That's made a huge difference. And then I'll just say one last thing on this um, and something that nobody told me and, and I started to do recently that, that also has, has led to a lot of positive shifts. And again, it's just these slight tweaks in my thinking, right? Changing the got to or the have to, to get, to get to, right? Um, that changes everything to me. And, and, you know, when I sit down and meditate, even though I have a very strong meditation practice after nine years of it, right, I still have to sit down and it's a battle. And when I change that, you know, oh, I have to do this to I get to, I mean, I get to sit here and be uh, and center myself so that when I interact with humanity, I'm able to show up fully. It just, it changes um, so, something in my nervous system. So that's been really helpful for me as well. Um, and so, yeah, and also the, the over-controlling and being able to, to let go of that, like I was saying in, in the beginning, just being able to recognize that and just talk to myself around letting that go. How, how is that feeling in my body? Just, Maybe, sorry, yeah. I'm going to interrupt you because I wouldn't, would you please give an example for everyone on what you mean by over-controlling? Because I feel like that's something that I, I hear a lot from people and I think just like some examples would be super supportive because, you know, we throw that word around so much, but what does it actually look like in your life to be over controlling? Where do I start with this? Um, could it be, you know, unloading the dishwasher and reloading it after somebody else has done it and it's not my way? Maybe um, if any of you can relate to that, I just, I have a very structured, um, ordered, orderly thought process. And I really, I, things have to be done my way, or I just prefer to do them myself. Right. So again, <laughs> having to really look at that 
And whether it's, you know, in my marriage or my friendships or even my business, when, when I look at something, I, I hand something off to somebody and then I'm like, Ooh, I, it could have been done better. So I'm going to tweak it. Right. But having to just be aware of those sorts of situations and, and let the rope go. Right. Yeah. And so I, from a trauma informed perspective, I just want to add into here that y'all, if this is something that you do or that you find yourself struggling with, it's totally natural, right? So one thing that we're talking about optimizing the nervous system is a flexible versus an inflexible nervous system. And and as a response to trauma, especially emotional trauma, where um, maybe in your household growing up, there was a lot of just words that didn't sit well with you. There was a lot of um, arguing, a lot of um, uncertainty in the home. There was just, you, you didn't know if you were safe or not. And so when that happens, we create an inflexible nervous system, right? We have to be rigid. We have to be hypervigilant. So I just want to give you all a break, including you, Jess, and myself, like that a lot of these patterns we developed before we were even verbal. And then by the time we were verbal, we were already like, oh, ah, I'm going to get in trouble if it's not perfect. Da, 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 da. And so we developed this inflexible nervous system. So a lot of what we're talking about today is how do we create more flexibility in your nervous system so we can do our favorite thing, right? Be in the water, ride the wave, like be in the flow again of all of this. So such a great, great, great example. And I know you're not alone, sister. I know you're not alone. <laughs> it's come a long way though. Like I, I have to acknowledge that in, my, in myself, you know, because it has come a long way. And so let's, let's jump into the solution now. Um, I, what are some ways to optimize your nervous system? And, and this was a lot of fun for me to put together. And, and again, Amy and I were laughing because it's like, we do all these things and still, <laughs> still we have to work on this daily. So I let, you know, give yourself permission um, that it's okay. Uh, you know, if you're still struggling in some of these areas, right? Oh my gosh. I have to, can I tell you a quick story um, before we go into the tips and tricks? And I'd love for you to start out with that because some of ours are so similar. But today after I went nuts in the, um, in the yard, I called my dad on FaceTime and I said, dad, I need acknowledgement. Will you please look at what I did and tell me I did a good job? <laughs> so listen, you know, like I've done a shit ton of healing <laughs> and I still needed my daddy to tell me that I done good today. Right. And it supported my nervous system in a huge, huge way. So, um, you know, I didn't, I asked him for permission. I made sure he was available for it. And then I just said, Daddy, I need some acknowledgement. <laughs> Tell me I did good. So, you know, we're all in it together. I love that. You're always welcome to call me um, anytime for some acknowledgement on that because it does feel good to be acknowledged and recognized. So let's jump into some of these things. One of the things that has been very helpful for me, and again, this is a work in progress because it's probably one of the hardest things um, in general, is create that morning routine before you engage with technology. So, you know, I, my brain plays tricks on me with this because I'm like, well, go grab your iPad because you can do a guided meditation, right? 
Um, even though like I can meditate for hours without anything, right? But that my mind plays tricks on me and I really have to watch that because as soon as I start interacting with technology, that throws my whole nervous system off. So I really have to center myself and ground myself before um, I'm able to then interact with <clears throat> a bunch of, of, of technology that's inserting their agenda into my day, right? So creating that morning routine, um, is, is first and foremost and doing it without touching technology. Amy, is that something you do as well? Yeah, so um, I definitely spend the first few minutes, you know, just with me and myself. And I love um, my first thing to say to the world is like, good morning. Like I tell the world good morning. And then I'm like, good morning, birdies. Good morning. Like, you know, I just, I'm such like a little kid that way because it just reminds me of that playfulness to meet the day with that playfulness instead of that rigidity and it supports me to have a flexible nervous system throughout the day because I don't always wake up happy and one of my clients was like I feel like you just like pop out of bed like freaking you know snow white <laughs> like yeah not so much every day however I do have a ritual in place to ground and I have a morning routine for sure you know reserve the right to change my mind and um you know, uh, navigate different things that I feel drawn to that day. And it's just me time before I start inserting the world into my agenda. And I love how you said that because yes, their agendas come. There's nothing worse than, you know, so many people that I um, support are like, Oh, I open Instagram and then I'm right into compare and despair. And I'm like, well, of course you are. Right. Like it, I do post to my stories in the morning and um, I don't look at anything. I just go straight to what I'm there to do. And that's a great thing to do for your nervous system. Like treat social media like your job if you have to be on social media for your job. Like I have another time block that's where it's like, it literally my time block says be social on social media, <laughs> right? So that's my time to actually scroll through and like people's stuff and everything. But when I'm there for me and my job and my work, it's like my, I got a purpose. I'm going to do that one thing. So yes. And I think I gave a few tips in there too. <laughs> yeah. I love how you keep coming back to the rigidity versus the entropy as it's called. Right. And that, that entropy is like really like that child, that childlike uh, brain, right. That's very flexible. So I love how you start your morning with that, you know, good morning and yeah, saying hi to all the animals. And I do that as well. I like to take my morning um, green juice or my warm lemon water after. Um, so again, get up, I meditate. That's kind of my routine. And then I take some sort of an alkalizing, uh, you know, liquid <laughs> and I get outside um, with my bare feet and get in the morning UV sunlight. And there's so much benefit to, to doing that together, right? Because the UV morning sunlight helps boost serotonin. Um, you know, it's just, it's a really good form of that UV light that you want to be in. And so I sit out there, I have my feet on the earth, I might, um, you know, sit in my yard and weed a little bit, I just want to ground myself to the earth. And I love all the science coming out around grounding and earthing, even though like I could tell you, you know, my entire life, I feel better when I sit out in my yard, <laughs> but I didn't know why until recently, right? And so that grounding uh, process 
you know, brings us back to the negative charge of the earth. And this is like that one instance where negative is actually positive in your life. You know, all day long, um, we're detached from the earth, you know, with our shoes, for our mattresses, um, the, all the technology that we're interacting with, it puts that positive charge on our bodies. And, and for those of you who think this is hokey, I mean, think about an EKG that you do on your heart, right? We are electrical currents. Um, and so when I think back to that, that makes a lot of sense. So how do we get that, that electrical current back to a grounded state? And you do that by getting your feet on your bare feet on the earth. And um, so that's another really good thing to calm your nervous system, to set up your nervous system for success so it can be that ally. Um, the other thing too, and I'll just share a couple other things, and I don't do this all the time, but something else that has really been helpful for me on this journey of optimizing uh, my nervous system, especially through the recovery process that I've been through, is sensory deprivation. And that, um, I can't tell you how awesome it is. Like, I feel amazing after I go, and it's called floating, right? When you float in the float tank. But really, I go into it with that, um, with the idea of like just deprogramming my mind from all of the messaging that's coming at us all day long. And maybe Amy, you can speak to this, but I don't know how many thousands of messages that we are exposed to all day long, advertising, social media, and that, that sensory deprivation just really helps me reset that. I like to do that about once a month, and it makes a huge difference. Um, and then... Again, another thing that's made a huge difference for me in calming my nervous system is to, to not drink alcohol. I mean, that really messed with my body, even though that was how I felt I was calming myself down, how I felt I was able to check out and stop that ruminating thinking. Um, that wasn't the case. And so, you know, quitting alcohol has been one of the most profound things I've done for my health, my relationships, my mental health, and my nervous system. But again, it's, you know, then putting a lot of these other pieces in, in, into its place, right? These healthier coping mechanisms. Um, and then, uh, then lastly, and I'll, I'll be honest with you guys too, like I have really struggled with sleep all of my life. And it wasn't until I quit drinking alcohol and I wasn't passing out every night that I realized I really had a sleep problem. And so I have to have a calming routine at night. I really have to take a good hour and calm my nervous system. Um, and so Amy, I know you have a good sleep routine that you do. You have this whole thing. I love it. Um, so yeah, those are some of the things. And, and then we did a great episode on um, plant medicine and psychedelics. And again, this isn't something you incorporate into your daily life, but you know, um, it, it's a good episode to go back and look at if you're looking to kind of reset some of those neuro pathways that helps with your nervous system optimization. So those are some of my tips. I'd love to hear if you have any more to add to that. Mm, I love it. I love it. You know, uh, between 4,000 and 10,000 is what we're intaking messages that are not from, from us, right? 4,000 to 10,000. So just that in itself is so much information. And I want to go back all the way to the beginning of our conversation here today, Jess, when you said the vibration, you know, and that's something that I just want to remind us all of that we are all just vibration, and how we respond and how we relate to one thing is how we relate to everything. So where is your vibration? And what kind of things can you do to support your vibration? 
right? Like there's so many different ways to look at the nervous system. If you're not, you don't want to geek out on science. If you have more of a woo-woo perspective, I can talk both ways. I, I do talk both ways because it all matters to me. And, you know, just when I just think about that intake alone, I just did a survey this morning for UCSF about COVID and, um, and they asked me some questions about my mental wellness during this time. And, and it asked me like, am I ruminating over the virus? And I just was like, oh my gosh, it's so great to just say no, because I choose to not consume news. So that's going to be one of the big things that I suggest is that if you love the news, you know, just be really mindful of where you're getting it from, you know, ingest less, all things you ingest matter. So it's just like slow that roll down a little bit because whether you know it or not, your nervous system's like me and, um, and then blue light blockers, right? So I've been doing blue light blockers for years now and they've really supported me in my sleep. And I, I put them on before it even gets dark. You know, it's like, I put them on at like six or seven and, um, well, before it gets dark now. And um, I just roll with them for the rest of the night. And that really supports my nervous system to get the rest that it needs. And, um, and, and setting healthy boundaries. Again, I just have to go back to that. You know, it's like you deserve to feel good. And I deserve to feel good. And every human deserves to feel good. And so if something's not working out for you, a great way to support your nervous system is to tell on yourself, you know, like that's not really working for me. And at first your nervous system's like, dee, 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 dee. but then afterwards you feel this great sense of the words that I get from my clients so often are like, Oh my gosh, I feel so much lighter now. And I'm like, yeah. And that's your vagus nerve being able to come back online in a different way, get you back into that ventral place you know, just relax your nervous system. So I have like a million things that I do every day, including, you know, high intensity interval training and a lot of somatic experiencing and then yoga at night and, you know, all the things that I eat to do it. And then just having a level of consciousness that you have a nervous system, that it's not just all your brain and coming back to that bottom-up approach of our bodies, your body, can literally optimize your life in ways that maybe you don't even know are possible. Because I surprised myself on the reg from choosing to be stay curious. <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing up the news and how you consume that. I think now more so than ever that is really important to be mindful of. Um, I catch myself going down that rabbit hole because I'm like, but we're in a pandemic. I have to, you know, be vigilant. And then I feel terrible after going down that rabbit hole. And the same thing goes for social media. You know, I feel like some of like Facebook and Twitter have become a war zone. <laughs> and again, like I have to, I have to really be mindful of that because like, none of this is going to, social media activism isn't activism, right? But it's very triggering. <laughs> so um, I have to be mindful of that. So thank you for sharing all of that. And yes, getting your, your exercise in, getting your heart rate up, all the things that you ingest. And this was a really fun, fun episode for sure. 
So thank you so much for tuning in. And we, we invite you to come join us in our optimized life community where we are going to be, you know, really breaking down all of these tips and how to's and recipes and, um, regimens that we use. And so we can't wait to get to know you and support you and, and be in community with you. So we just really appreciate all of you. Yes, y'all have a great rest of your day. And we look forward to you tuning in soon and connecting with you soon. Bye now.